everybody and welcome to another edition of let me fill you in an extension of phil at the movies i'm phil walsh and i want to thank you as always for tuning in and hearing what i have to say on movies no new movies to uh to share with you i had hoped to get to the new uh peter pan film peter pan and wendy that is now streaming on disney plus but uh life had other plans for me last week and through the weekend so wasn't able to catch that film but uh it is certainly on the list and i will uh definitely revisit it and uh you know when i do i'll share my thoughts with you uh, uh, uh on what i think of this latest adventure in in neverland but last weekend was a weekend of a uh, of a rewatch and a 40th anniversary so kind of gets a little uh, prelude to what today's main topic will be about but i feel at the start of today's show it's important to acknowledge the the real breaking news that that happened uh on monday night going into tuesday at, at midnight the writers guild of america went on strike it is the first strike for the industry in 15 years and i will include in the show notes some articles on on what was going on behind the scenes and sort of the meat and and potatoes of this strike but uh you know for what it is worth and, and i i certainly don't have a um have a have a stake in this uh you know one way or the other but uh, i would just uh i would just uh, draw on this uh quote that actually i i stumbled upon this morning while while getting ready for this show and it comes from the great director martin scorsese and he said of the filmmaking process and i think it's important for uh this context the most important thing is the script and it's so true the writers are the unsung hero uh unfortunately for the film industry and for the TV industry but but certainly on a film writers are in many ways the 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 main ingredient I, mean, i think even hitchcock said the most important thing in in a movie is the script the script and the script and so i i stand in support with all of my fellow writers i hope that they are are, are paid what they deserve and frankly what they what they what they have earned because writers start with the idea i know all of the the credit and, and the praise goes to the filmmakers and and the and, and certainly the cast but everything starts with an idea and so uh for what it is worth i am i am standing in solidarity with the writers and and hope they uh hope they get what they what what they deserve and and, and what they're asking for because it, it's it's fair compensation it's fair compensation and Like I said they they truly are the unsung heroes of this industry but uh this is the first strike in in 15 years and I'm I'm sure there are going to be uh interesting and 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 perhaps long-term implications to this uh, to this strike uh so we shall uh, we shall see what happens and I will I will keep you uh informed as it develops so other other interesting news to to share with you uh from the uh from the box office The Super Mario Brothers movie crossed a billion dollars worldwide and I have not had a chance to to see this film but uh certainly it is always a good thing for the film industry when films that are not necessarily comic book or superhero films across the uh the billion dollar billion dollar uh threshold and you know certainly people might make an argument well it's a video game and isn't that the same thing but 
again, I think a, a, a diversity in the in the in the film pool uh, is is a good thing, and that's something that uh, you know continues the narrative that that, that Hollywood or, or certainly movies are, are are back in a big way, and and people are are happy to be going back to the theaters and seeing good movies. So God willing, this uh, this trend will continue. Uh, some other news that kind of caught my eye: the legendary actor James Hong, who was uh, most recently in Everything Everywhere All at Once, but has been in over 600 uh, different productions. He's got 600 credits to his name over his his career. He said at age 94 that he has no plans to stop acting anytime soon. And in fact, Everything Everywhere All at Once and the success of that film has opened up. New, uh, let me give the exact quote. Has opened up a whole new ball game for me, uh, and he he added that you know while there's there's not many roles for 90 year olds, the fact that he was in this award winning film uh, has sort of opened new uh, new possibilities for him, and and I just think that's really in, in, inspiring because age is just a number, and uh, you know you, you, you love what you do and and. You're, you're happy doing it, but uh, you know, God, God love him. At, at 94, he is still working. I just think that's a just an inspiration. So I wanted to, to to pass that along to you as well. Let's see what else caught my eye. Um, oh yes, uh, Robert Pattinson and uh, Robert Downey Jr. are set to star in a movie directed by Adam McKay uh, called Average Build, and in the film. It is uh, reported that Pattinson is going to play a serial killer, and Robert Downey Jr. is going to play a retired detective determined to catch this elusive killer. Now, something uh, interesting of note: uh, Netflix has acquired the rights to to distribute this film, and this is certainly a major win uh, for this for this company, who continues to be a sort of a player, if you will, in the film industry. I mean, certainly they're known for their For their TV serials,、uh, especially things like Stranger Things,、uh, come to mind. But、uh, it goes to show that Netflix is is definitely going to be a, a force in the industry, and this just sort of reconfirms、uh, reconfirms that notion. Let's see. Oh yes, this really、uh, really jumped out because、uh, Steven Spielberg was recently interviewed, and there's been a lot of talk about. Censorship and and sort of you know should we revisit older films and 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 sort of、uh, you know wipe away the the blemishes or or or, or、uh, interpretations or whatnot at that time and and I thought he had a real interesting remark because during one of the re-releases for、uh, ET I, it was either the the tenth or the twentieth anniversary. Spielberg went back and edited out the scene. And spoiler, if you haven't、uh, seen the film, but he edited out、uh, one of the sequences where all the the, the police have guns and added in、uh, walkie-talkies. He later took it out for a, a subsequent re-release anniversary. But he said he never should have done that, and that ET was a product of its error, and that no film should be revised based on the lens. We see now either voluntary or being forced to peer through,、um, and and I thought that was really telling coming from from Spielberg, certainly a giant in in the film industry and certainly in movie making history. He's one of the greats, but、uh, I, I think he he's really onto something that we 
we, we shouldn't be revising older films based on modern sensitivities. Uh, I think that's, you know, it's important to sort of have them as, as, as touchstones and, and reflection points. And then, you know, we're, we're always learning, we're always evolving. And so uh, I, I think, you know, props for him for, 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 for saying that and, and certainly recognizing it. So that, that, that I thought was a, a, a nice, a, a nice little bit of wisdom from uh, one of the greatest directors of all time and certainly one of my favorite directors. Uh, lastly, this is kind of the, uh, the final bit of news, uh, movie-related news I wanted to share with you. Reactions to The Flash, the long-awaited and, and frankly troubled DC film, uh, screened last week at CinemaCon and the reviews for the film. Now, the, the way Warner Brothers uh, structured it, uh, people who got a chance to see the film could, could react to it, but they could not put out spoilers or, or, or detailed reviews uh, but by and large what I have seen of course there's always some uh, uh, you know some contrary opinions I would say probably 95% of what went out there last week for reactions were positive people really loved what they saw they were excited about this film and so I think I mentioned this last week it really it shows the confidence that that Warner Brothers has in this film and I mean, again, I've talked about it before. I know I'll talk about it uh, again in the uh, in the weeks and months ahead. But I- I'm stoked to see this film, especially as as a DC fan, but but more importantly as a Batman fan. And and to have Michael Keaton once again putting on the cape and the cowl uh, that is that is a dream come true for this uh, for this fan. But uh, just uh, great to see that there's a lot of reaction and certainly anticipation building for this film which comes out june 16th so just over a month to go but the uh, the countdown is on and if you were interested at all in anything dc comic related you can follow me and my buddies chris evans and anthony caruso with our show dc unlimited episodes drop about every two weeks and we should have another one out later this week so uh if that is your uh that is your cup of tea. You can go and subscribe, and I will leave all that information in the show notes as uh, as well. So, lastly, all right. Finally, going back to the main uh, the main uh, point of of today's show, as I mentioned, did uh, did a rewatch last week, as well as uh, took part in a fortieth anniversary re release. But I'll, I'll start with a rewatch, even though they both technically were rewatches. But uh, at home, I uh, got a chance to. Rewatch a film that I haven't seen for now a couple of years, but it's honestly one of my favorite romantic comedies and, and frankly, one of my favorite films uh, of all time. And that is Notting Hill, the Hugh Grant, Julia Roberts film from 1999, where Julia Roberts plays a, a movie star and she falls in love with a travel bookshop owner played by Hugh Grant. And it, it's just a marvelous, funny romantic sweet film and and Roberts and and Grant have fantastic chemistry and and, and not only uh, is their chemistry great and believable but the entire cast the surrounding cast is phenomenal I mean Spike is one of the great characters uh, in film history I mean we we all deserve a friend like Spike but I I, I just I love this film it's it's so it's a feel-good film I, I laugh from the beginning to the end and it's just it's one of those movies where everything is is played 
it's played real. It, it's not, I mean, it's a romantic comedy, but it's not a, an over the top in your face uh, film. It's, it's very well written. It's well directed. And it's just a, it's a great time. And I was pleased and delighted just to see how well it has held up after all these years. And it's, it really is one of the gems because I know, I know this is a cliched saying, but you know, they don't make them like they used to. And, and that is a, that is one of those movies that it, 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 it never gets old and it, it just, it's wonderful. I mean, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful uh, bit of uh, escapism. It's a great, uh, a great fun uh, story. You know, kind of you know, what would happen if you, uh, if you, you fell in love with the one of the most famous people in the world. And again, I mean, Julia Roberts, you know, showed in that film, and and I think even still to this day, why she is you know, one of the great comedic actresses of all time. Why she's a great actress, and and Hugh Grant is phenomenal in it as well. But uh, do yourself a favor if. Uh, if romantic comedies are your thing, and and give that give it a rewatch, and if you haven't seen it, what are you waiting for? Because it is truly, uh, it is one of the gems, and it's uh, you know if, you, if we're going to make a Mount Rushmore of uh, of romantic comedies, I, I would definitely argue that that uh, I would definitely argue that Notting Hill should be on that uh, on that mountain, but uh, in addition to uh, rewatching Notting Hill, I also caught the 40th anniversary re-release of one of my favorite, well, it is my favorite Star Wars film, Return of the Jedi. And it was wonderful. I mean, there is something about seeing your fav- one of your favorite films uh, on the big screen, but especially seeing a Star Wars film on the big screen. It, it's just, it's magical. And even though I've seen the film many, many times, it was just, it was amazing. I mean, I felt like, I, I was a little kid again. I mean, the last time I saw it on the big screen was in 1997 when they did the uh, special edition re-releases. But uh, it was just great. I mean, it was it was it was a pretty packed theater, and you know, people cheered, they laughed. It was just it was such a fun experience because certainly when you're when you're at home, you, you miss that. And, and the movie component, the theater component, really enhances the overall viewing of these films and. I know. I, I was just, uh, I was just delighted and, and had just the biggest smile on my face, and and it really got me amped up and excited for for this week, which of course is uh, uh, the week of May the fourth. May the fourth uh, be be with you, and uh, kind of as a as a final teaser, I uh, will be doing a a Star Wars centric episode this week for Phil at the movies. So uh, certainly, if uh, you're a fan of that galaxy far, far away. Friday's episode will be for you, but uh, you know, definitely do yourself a favor if you are a fan of of, of Star Wars because the uh, Return of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi, is playing through the uh, through the end of the week, and it's it's one of those films that that it's it's part of, part of film history. It's part of uh, our our film culture in a way, and and it's it's worth catching on the big screen. It's it's it just for the experience. Uh, of seeing it there on this massive platform, it's it's wonderful. But then, just to to revisit the story and and, and see it all there, I, I, like I said, I, I felt like a big kid, just a big kid again. Just it was it was wonderful. Uh, it's it's it, it you know rescored and, and and underscored why it's one of why it's my favorite Star Wars film. But uh, that is all that I have uh, for you today. Uh, Want to thank you as always for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned for Phil at the Movies on Friday for the Star Wars-centric episode. And I'll be back next week, same time, same place. Take care, everybody.